Welcome back, Cartel. This episode is probably one of the most spiritual discussions I've ever had with anybody on this entire planet. I hate saying that this was the best episode yet because I think that all my episodes are fucking awesome. But this one in particular was pretty fucking wild. And if, you know, the title will say it all, you know. So... You guys know what to do. Kick back, relax, smoke a dupe, crack a beer open, drink it down. Crack another one open, drink it down. Do whatever you gotta do. But as long as you enjoy the episode, that's all that matters. Welcome back to another episode of the Red Pill Cartel. This is episode 35, and I have two guests on here today and it's ron weed and mr nico polizzi from upstate unconventional how you guys doing tonight doing good man doing good cool yeah the trick is to act (laughs) the trick is to act surprised because we haven't been talking for half an hour already right (laughs) right (laughs) technical difficulties man (laughs) yeah we had some a few technical issues tonight but we're all together now so yeah um ron i know i know people who listen to my show they they know who you are but uh tell us a little bit about yourself um uh reptilian contact d guy and i was uh, told some like gematria thing by like a, 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 a secret society guy <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. I'm Welcome a weird guy. <laughs> weird. Nico, Nico, of course, uh, you know, has his own podcast, Upstate Unconventional, and uh, give us a little blurb about yourself. And guys, after that, you can you guys can plug yourself too. Yeah, that um, sounded bad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not plugging myself tonight, Dave. <laughs> I did that last night. I'm not doing it again. Right. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, I'm just an asshole from upstate New York that has a podcast. <laughs> yeah, dude, that sounds good to me, too. Oh, man. What was I just going to say? I was going to say something else. But, oh, how many times have I been on your show now? I feel like I'm going for the uh, Hall like of Fame. Four, fourth, I think. <laughs> this is, yeah, right? It's fourth or Probably. fifth. Yeah, something like that. I'll have to think about that, but. <laughs> All you guys got to do is scroll through the episodes and then you'll see the names and all that awesome shit. But yeah, we've, uh, Ron and I were talking about some crazy shit. So I guess I'll, I'll, I'll start first because, uh, yeah, man. So last week I had this fucking dream. Okay. And it was like super vivid and I wanted to tell it to my last guest, but we never got there. So this is an opportunity for me to chime in with that and uh, you guys can go off from there. But uh, yeah, so I had this crazy dream. It was like, so I got up in the middle of the night, probably about, well, in the morning, six in the morning, I got up, had a little bit of a sip of milk and I went back to bed and from 7 a.m. or like 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., uh, I had this long eight-hour kind of movie sequence happen in my sleep. It was super vivid. Yeah. Uh, what happened was 
I was at like this party at like a or like a kind of like a friend get together or something like that in like a country area or like a rural area. And uh, we were outside and I go, holy shit, look at that. And like we all looked at what I was pointing at and it was like, it looked like um, some kind of an explosion or something, but it was like this dark uh, smoke coming out and it was like expanding mm. rapidly. Yeah. Fiddling around there. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> somebody fiddling around the background. Sorry, that was me. All right, I tried a new set of headphones. Is that any better? Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. All right, perfect. Sorry, Dave. So you see oh, the explosion? Good. Yeah, uh, so, and then like everybody just started panicking. And I'm like, I just said to people right away. I said, "Fucking run," because we saw the smoke coming towards us like it was an explosion, right? And we started running down the country road and we're all panicking, just trying to fucking run away from the smoke that was catching up to us. And then all of a sudden the smoke started engulfing people and we were like, holy shit. Right. So we kept running. We kept running. I don't know if I could get every detail in because it was like last week that this dream happened, Mm -hmm. but, um, this is how it's playing out in my reality right now. Um, this smoke took on like a life of its own. And there was something inside of that smoke that was turning people into something else. And so we kept running from it and it kept, it would disappear for a while. And everybody was like, okay, cool. You know, like that was fucked up, but what, what's our plan next? Right. And yeah. then just as we were like coming up with a plan, it would come back again out of nowhere. And people were like banging on the windows, like, help me, help me. And like the smoke would engulf them. And then we just keep running again, right. To somewhere else. So that kept happening. And like all this weird shit happened, like these weird people. And funnily enough, one of the main characters in my dream was Mickey Rourke (laughs) 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 for some fucking weird reason. Right. Yeah, we were all like following him because he was like kind of the leader, right? Mm. Kind of like picking up other people as we went along, and these other people had their own experiences with the smoke, and they were telling us like, "Dude, we got to get the fuck out of here because if that comes back, we're fucked," right? Mm -hmm. So we running and picking up other people and like other quote unquote survivors along the way, and it was just wild. Like, and then it wasn't smoke anymore. It was like, uh, that we're running away from. It was like an earthquake kind of thing where it was like swallowing up cars and swallowing up, uh, buildings and shit. And we had to like, kind (laughs) of the Mickey Rourke (laughs) in the dream was like, dude, you got to learn how to like run and jump over these, you know, chasms that are forming. Right. Mm -hmm. And so all of us started learning how to like, almost like learning how to glide in the air over these chasms. And we kept getting away from all this shit that was chasing us. It was wild, dude. So then I told this story to somebody who I want to get on my show. Uh And this is shout out to uh, hippie slippy. If she's listening, Uh, she's an Australian girl and she's adorable. And, um, but anyway, I told her this story about the dream, like, 
how I was telling you, like the, all the details that she's like, she's like, dude, that is so fucked up because I had a very, very similar dream about this black cloud that was like engulfing people. And she told me it was like last Tuesday. So it was like very close in the same amount of time. Mm. I mean, like hers was Tuesday and then I had it on like the Friday or the Saturday. And then when I woke up from this dream, I, I basically just said to, to God or the creator, I said, what does this mean? And the message that I got was that this matrix is collapsing and people are going to start to see shit like this happening, like things that are going to terrify them and scare them beyond uh, their own comprehension of what reality is. So like our reality is going to collapse and it's going to bring upon all this fucking crazy shit that we've never seen before. That was mm-hmm. the message that I got from it. Whew. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, that's actually um, what I was thinking. Uh, uh, it seems like the cloud is like, you know, when they describe uh, the gins and stuff, they're like clouds. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like these, like, like any kind of entity has a cloud or smoke around them, so you can't really see what they look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my in my dream, it was like there's something inside that cloud that changes people into something else. Yeah, almost kind of like indoctrinates them instantly. Mm-hmm. Like uh, actually, you know, weird, creepy thing that I always, you know, and it's actually in the. Uh, uh, the uh, car, the Illuminati playing cards, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has like the uh, demons, you know, like roaming around or whatever. Uh, and it it makes me think that uh, maybe the whole, maybe there's something inside of people that they're trying to put something inside of people <laughs> to make them more you know, receptive to this kind of darkness, you know. This, and um or accepting of it accepting of it and uh and that's maybe like what that's kind of like symbolizing you know maybe yeah it's like like this whole thing Mm -hmm. i think we established amongst our community is that what they've done to us uh and with our uh willingness willingness to comply with it it's we're we're accepting their uh it's a ritual and when we comply with it, we're complying with their ritual and we're going along with it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's where the spiritual battle comes in. It's like, no, I don't comply. I, I, I don't accept that, you know? So your spell has no effect on me. And that's how I feel that uh, the people that are not accepting this whole thing and trying to fight against it, we do not accept what they are trying to do. Right. Yeah, and that that's the uh that's the protection that that's really uh mattering, I believe. It's the spiritual like uh uh you know, just trying to have your life in order at the moment, balance as much as you can, you know. Because um, uh, I, I feel like what they're trying to do is yeah, usher people into a, a dark age, like usher. Right. Which they would call their golden age. Yeah, in their, right? in their yep, true. Because uh, I was gonna say that, like, uh, with Luciferians and 
stuff like that. Like they, um, they, when they inverse things, like, uh, when you think like, okay, God loves all his children and stuff like that. Uh, so you can look at these kind of evil people as kind of spoiled brats. They're taking advantage and they're, uh, because love, right? When we think about love, love isn't just how we perceive it. Love is also when, you know, uh, somebody tortures a person or when they, you know, do heinous things to them and, you know, do this, uh, fazzle drip, you know, drinking blood, all kind of, that kind of stuff. Like, okay. like they love to do that. That's, that's the, that's the weird thing. And, and, uh, more morality to them is shackles. It's yeah. strange. So to them, uh, being able to do, doing all this kind of stuff is actually true freedom. It's it's shouting back at the bad god in their eyes. Right, yeah. right, right. The darkness. Mm-hmm. They and that's what my what I th- think my presented was like. They want to consume this world in darkness, and they they disguise it as a golden age. Mm-hmm. Like this good thing coming. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For that. <laughs> yeah, not for us. Good thing for them. But like you said, like the devil comes and and he disguises himself as an angel of light, right? Yeah. So it's like, look at what we're doing. We're 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 um, regulating gays. We're regulating uh, non-binary stuff. We're regulating, make everything acceptable, so that the darkness can come in and, and enclose us. Yeah, and, and also, you know, I, for for me, and I'm sure a lot of other people, like darkness is what is what uh, you grow from in your spiritual journey. You're like, you know, the whole thing with the uh, lotus flower growing out of the mud. Sure, like without it, you can't grow because we need it. Oh, we need to see how evil things are in order to be able to go. Oh, okay, I don't want to be part of that, so I'm going to reject it. You know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's sad, but when you see, you know, sad things happen to people, it makes you want to, you know, appreciate what you, the people around you more, like you, sure. you're more grateful. And that's what, that's what is uh, missing in this world is gratitude. Oh, for sure, dude. Like I have, I have a story. I don't, I'm not going to share it, but let's just say there's somebody very close to me who, uh, okay, I guess I will share it. Somebody very close to me who. Uh, you know, their TV conked out and it was mm-hmm. like their world. Right. And it's like, dude, it's not the end of the world. Like there's other things you can do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a TV. <laughs> right. So just imagine what would happen if like the grid shut down and like everybody would go apeshit, yeah. you know, because they, they're not spiritually attuned. Right. Yeah. They're, they're going to lose their technology. They're going to lose this, that. And it's like, I don't know what to do. And then they go ape shit because they don't know what to do. And they, get, they freak out. They're not even really technically in this world completely at this point, you know. Well, they're, I think they're too locked into the world. That's what the problem is. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. And what I was going to say is I don't think – I mean, a lot of people talk about the grid shutdown. I don't see them doing that because so many people are so locked into the mainstream media. You know what I mean? I can't imagine they would 
I feel like if they shut the grid off, people might actually wake up and be like, <laughs> what the hell's going on? I feel like they have to keep it going just enough to like, like, yeah, they might knock out social media for a day or two, or they might shut your power off at home, but they're not gonna, I feel like they need to keep people in the spell. You know what it is? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think they're ever going to do a full grid lockdown or shutdown or whatever. And it's just really interesting. Like in that dream, were the people afraid of the cloud when they were running from it? Oh, or- yeah. yeah. Okay. Because they so, saw what it did. They, they were seeing the effect that it had on people, right? And So what exactly was happening when they came out of the cloud? They just- were like, they were like, um, that's a fucking detail I missed was that they were like, they looked like almost like covered in tar and were just like, going crazy on other people okay and dying as well okay they're just hopping dead and dying and but like when they came out they're like ah and then like you know and then i woke up from that dream and i was just like i didn't feel like it was scary <laughs> funnily right. enough i felt peace i was like holy shit right you're not there and anymore I, <laughs> yeah and then i asked god right away like what the fuck was that? and then right away the message that i got was the message that i told you was like mm-hmm is collapsing and people are going to start seeing shit where men's hearts will fail them that's what it says in the bible in the end times right well i mean that's so interesting like the black cloud the black tar i mean i just talked to colorado dank a week ago and the the graphene and all that right is is it are people just going to start finally seeing the effects of this stuff like i mean you said men's hearts will fail what is one of the major Mm problems they're having with this nonsense right uh... attacks dude at work today there's this lady i've been talking to on and off because she comes in for like a what they call a road show right where these vendors come in and they promote their product and shit right Mm -hmm. and she's so cool like short little old older italian lady super sweet she always talks to me every time i haven't seen her for a while and then today she she waved at me, but I didn't recognize her because she had her mask on. Right? <laughs> I thought she was waving at somebody else. And she's like, it's so nice to see you again. Right. I'm like, Oh my God, Susie. Right. Yeah. So I came over to her and I was, I, we talked for like a good 10, 15 minutes. And then uh, she was telling me how um, she had two doses of the vaccine. And uh, she's like, she, she said, I will not take the third. I'm, I'm terrified of the third shot. And I said, that's, that's what I've been hearing across the board is that a lot of people take their first and second, but now it's like, I need a third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seven, eighth now, you know, yeah. not that, that far in, but like we're, up, we're go, coming up to four now. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, she had, there's, there's like three people that she knew. One guy was like perfectly healthy. And when he got this in the, the second dose, he ended up having like liver failure. So they checked it out. Turns out he had liver cancer and it spread up to his lung and it spread up to his esophagus and he ended up dying within two weeks. Damn. Yeah. And then another guy, uh, oh yeah, he had a seizure. That's what the initial thing was. And he never had seizures before. Mm-hmm. And then they checked everything and then found his liver failed and then the lung. And then, yeah, two weeks, he's dead. And then another person... Uh, had a heart attack and he died. 
And she's like, I'm terrified to get the third one. I said, don't do it. You know? Yeah, and that, you know, that's kind of a good sign because I'm actually seeing a lot of people who wouldn't even give conspiracy theories and, you know, any creators yeah, all are starting people, to be like, yeah. uh, what's, what's really going on? So this is really like the true separation of the, what, what does it say to separate the wheats from the weeds? Or the wheat from the chaff. The chaff, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, I'm the same boat. I talk to a lot of people that are double jabbed and they're like, no. But it's it's like a straight 50-50 cut, man. It's like, it's, I feel like once they get that booster, then they're they're done. Because like, it, it, I swear it's making people retarded and that's all they can think about now. Because that's like all they talk about. Are you Are you boosted? Like we literally, me and my wife were talking to this like finance guy uh like last week or something and you know everything was going fine blah 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 we're gonna meet up and whatnot and everything sounded legit and everything on the phone cool all right we set up the meeting and then right at the end of the meeting he's like oh by the way are you guys boosted and we were like what he's like (laughs) he's like yeah you can't come in unless you're boosted and it's like we were just like no like the first one you fucking fucktard (laughs) right that's what i'm thinking i'm like well then you definitely don't want me and her in the office but like uh so we were like uh yeah we'll get back to you click and then it was just like you know and then in hindsight you're like oh you want to like curse them out and be like you're not a effing doctor you can't ask me that but in the moment you just get caught so caught off guard you're like are you serious you're a finance dude we can do this stuff over the phone and you're asking us about our medical shit like are you kidding me? But <clears throat> yeah, man, I swear it, it just, it, it's doing something to people's brains. But like I said, I see a lot of people too that are like, hell no, I'm not going to do that. And um, it's like waking a lot of people up, man. It like, is. Yeah. My mother, like also she pushing doesn't have, further back. Yeah. Right. But like someone like my mother-in-law, she doesn't have any of the shots because she was just terrified to get them in the first place, but she watches the news. You know, and she's like traumatized and scared of everything. And I'm like telling her all this stuff. And I'm like, just follow the money. Like, just pay attention. Like, none of this makes any sense. And she's like, you're right. You know, like, so she's someone that would never give any conspiracy theory, any thought whatsoever. And she's her eyes are opening up to it. So it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's a tricky subject. It really is. I mean, like. Yeah, like I, I, I tread, I tread very carefully when it comes to this kind of conversation with, like, random people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I kind of just awesome, like, <clears throat> like, I don't, I don't come out and say, "Are you vaccinated?" I never do that. Well, right. I just want it doesn't matter. You know, like I don't yeah, give a shit if people do business. it. Mm-hmm. Your medical, your medical history is not any of my business, right? And this is what it's doing. It's making other people ask other people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why? <laughs> why? Right. Hey, are you circumcised? You know? Yeah. Like... <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's, it's so it's fucked. Insane, dude. I, I, and I told that lady, Susie, today, I said, we're living in a clown world officially. And she looked, because she was, like, digging for something, looking for something in her car. And when I said that, she, like, pulled herself out of the car. And she looked at me. She goes, Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. So what? like, like, and I told her these are your personal experiences, and nobody can take that away from you. And that's what you have to rely on, so that you do not comply with this bullshit anymore. And she goes, "Yeah, I totally agree." Mm-hmm. 
no, it's crazy. But back to the dreams, dude. Like that's. I mean, I always take dreams as kind of metaphorical, but for sure. So yeah, I just take it as like some people, some bad shit's gonna start happening. But the fact that you weren't like terrified afterwards. It just kind of confirms, like, yeah, you know the truth that's going on. You know, right? We we see this happening, and it's like you're seeing that vision in your head, like, oh, it's really going to start happening. So it's just, I don't know. Dreams fascinate me, dude, because you mentioned that someone else had a very similar dream, and I had an experience with my wife, and this is so freaking weird because I had this wild, crazy dream where I was like taken underground. And she was in the dream with me and we were taken like to this underground city and they had like a fight club for freaking monsters. Like, dude, dude, it was insane. Like just, I want to see that movie. (laughs) Right. It was like this weird Japanese. I'm not going to say it was Japanese, some Asian like underground city. And they had a full out like fight club for monsters. And they were like, like, like Neo underground Tokyo. Yeah, it was a lot of neon, like a lot of crazy shit. And like these just crazy looking, uh, like the best way I could describe it is like some type of minotaur type monster thing, like gladiator fights for these things. And, but regardless. Was it humans fighting them or were the humans no, it fighting like, the monsters? Or monsters it was like fighting monsters, monsters? Fi- monsters fighting monsters. And okay. It was, it was freaking wild. But so that happens and I wake up and I'm like, well, that was a crazy vivid dream, whatever. Like two days later, my wife tells me about this wild dream she had. And she's like, just talking about this same exact scenario. She was taken to like an underground city and there were monsters and stuff and they were fighting and everything. And I'm like, I said to her, I was like, did I tell you that dream? And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, this is a dream I had. And I was like, no, no, no. Like I had this dream. (laughs) And she was like, so did I. Like, we kind of did the math. It would have been the same night. You know what I mean? Like, she was like, yeah, I had it a couple nights ago. So it was either that or a day apart, give or take. But, like. You guys weren't doing, like, shrooms together or anything, were you? No. No drugs. (laughs) No alcohol. Um, We didn't watch anything that had anything to do with monsters fighting or some kind of underground. You know what I mean? It's like nothing. We couldn't be like, oh, we watched this crazy movie. This weird right. Japanimation gladiator movie. Like, it was nothing like that. It was just this random ass thing. And we were driving around in cars. She, like, described my dream perfectly. And I was like, when did I tell you this? Because I don't remember telling you this. And she's like, no, this is a dream I had. And I was like, holy shit. Wow. That's amazing. I don't dude, know. Dude, this fucking. This rem- you know what this reminds me of, dude? I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of this in the coming uh, months or years or whatever. Uh, might be a shorter time span, depending on how fast things are speeding up. Mm-hmm. But uh, have you ever read or saw uh, The Stand by Stephen King? No. Okay, so I'll give you a little bit of a rundown. It's an epic fucking story where there's like this... <laughs> A global pandemic that wipes out about 90% of the or 85% of the world's population, except for people who are quote unquote immune to it, right? Mm. And so, what's hap- what happens in the movie, it's all these awesome characters in this story, but uh, 
all the good people who are striving to be good people are having the same dream about this old black woman who lives in like a little shack in like a cornfield. Mm. And uh, uh, they all have the same dream. And when they meet each other, they all realize, holy shit, we're having the same fucking dream. And then so what happens is they find, they all band together and they find this lady. And she's kind of like the Messiah figure. Right? Yeah. All the evil people are experiencing and being recruited by this guy named Randall Flagg, who is like a shapeshifter. He can turn into like a crow and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And they're all going to Vegas and flocking toward him. And at the very end of the movie, there's like this clash between good and evil. <laughs> it's fucking wild dude but like dreams are very powerful and i think in the last days you know it's going to get even more powerful you know because people are going to start having dude you had you just told me that story i told you this story you know what i mean like people are going to be having similar dreams about you know good and evil you know yeah man it's it's wild and uh, shoot i just lost my train of thought um um go ahead uh, I was gonna say, uh, you know, my dreams are are pretty boring. <laughs> like I, like I, you know, the few lucid dreams I have are kind of just, you know, uh, action movie type things, like zombies, like you know, being chased by zombies, and, uh, escaping, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, or, uh, but one, you know, one the one real first nightmare I had as a kid was. Um, I remember everything was just completely dark and I'm like, where the heck am I? You know, it's like this dark boy and I'm, I'm running through it. And all of a sudden I see like a man and it's like a naked guy or whatever. Right. So I'm like running up to this like naked dude, just like trying to see what's, you know, where I am. I'm, you know, I'm like a little kid. I'm running up. And when he turns towards me, he doesn't have a face, but then his uh, face opens up like a flower, just like in that movie uh, or in that show, Stranger Things. Right, a little flower face thing, and, and that was like my first nightmare as a kid. I remember. That's crazy. Yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm a, I've always been jealous because people have like these like dreams of flying and they're doing all this kind of stuff. I'm like, my dreams are so basic. Like, I'm a lot of times I'm just like going to the store. <laughs> like, that's funny, you know, like, dude. I have I figures too, though. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I have those too. Most those are most of my dreams, but then right. I get fucking dreams like i had last week and i'm like i haven't had one of those in a long time you know but then it was significant to me more significant to me when hippie slippy told me that she's like dude i had a very fucking similar dream where this black cloud was like engulfing people i'm like holy shit dude you know oh yeah so crazy dude Here's my question, because this is something I've talked to a couple different people about on uh, like different podcasts and stuff like and you guys can both answer when you guys have dreams. Do you have like reoccurring places and memories and dreams like I'll have this dream? There's this building. It's like an old, huge, white, almost like castle, but it's not a castle. It's like a big university or something. Mm-hmm. And there's red carpets everywhere within it. And in these dreams, when I'm in there. I always have like a mission, you know, like I'm either going to a class 
I'm going somewhere, but there's something I have to do. And there's always some type of distraction that is stopping me from getting to where I need to get in this place. But that's besides the point. The point is like, I've been to this place multiple times. I know where rooms are there. I know like the history of the place in the, this is all in the dream, but I have no clue, no clue where it is in real life. I've never been to any place like this in my conscious waking life, but you know, it's going to be crazy. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. I feel like this is going to be like a place that you will discover. And that, that thing that you never do is, is, is what you'll be doing in real life. Like, or something, you know, Probably. that'd be crazy. Like, yeah, some... no, I wouldn't doubt it, man. Because there's been, I would say in the last three years or so, I've had seven or eight dreams in this place. And it's like, when I'm in the dream, I know, like, I know where it is, but I can't tell you where it is in real life. It's like that, information is blocked you know do you do you find that um uh it's like it's it's like a reoccurring dream but at the same time different things happen in it but you're in the same kind of you're the same kind of setting right yeah it's all like the best way i can like describe it is like kind of going to like a college for like different classes and stuff like you know like you i'm going there for this reason during this dream it's like i have to get to this room and i have to and I'm waiting for them to call my name or whatever, but it, it's something happens that stops me from getting there. Like a hallway will, then it gets crazy and wild, you know, like stuff moves around or I have to, <laughs> you know, go do something else or whatever. But like, I, I'll just tell you the last dream I had, it was so bizarre. So I'm in this place. Like, and, and what happens is it's like, so this reality is like going on in the dream world and then my consciousness snaps awake while I'm dreaming and yeah. so it's like I'm just sitting in this waiting room or whatever and then I wake up and I'm in this place and you know in this place I know where I am I'm doing everything and I'm like waiting outside this door to get in right and I'm just waiting for my name to be called and so I start like wandering around and I start getting just See, I can relate to that too because it's always doesn't it always seem like it's like an academic kind of thing? Yeah, like it's like I need to go to a lecture or something. It's yeah, bizarre. Dude, I have this reoccurring dream as well where I have to find my homeroom class and I don't know which class I have to go to, like like which room I have to go to. Mm-hmm. So I have to go to the office and I have to find my schedule. And then I find my schedule and then I, I still can't find the fucking room I'm supposed to go to. What is the, do you, do you, can you remember what the place looks like? <laughs> yeah. It looks like my, it looks like my um, middle school. Six, okay. seven, eight. Okay. That's yeah. It, it's like the same setting. It's always I, either my middle school or my college and my college that I went to doesn't look the same as it did uh, when I went there. Yeah. Right. But it's always the same thing where, like, I'm trying to find a certain class that I have to go to and I can't find it. Yep. I've had that dream, too. And I've had – it's so weird because this happens to me in real life, too. Like, I'll just randomly think I'm, like, missing an assignment. Like, I, this is how crazy the indoctrination is for public school and stuff. It's like, as an adult, you know, working my own jobs and stuff, like, 
I'll wake up some days in like full panic, like, oh shit, I didn't finish my homework from the night before. <laughs> what the fuck, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's crazy. <laughs> but um, dude, I'm gonna tell finish telling you this dream because this was kind of wild. Like, um, so I like kind of recently just got into like crystals and stuff, and I'll get your guys' opinions on this afterwards. But I I was holding a crystal in my hand, right? when I fell asleep and, and I had this dream. So I'm in that room waiting for my name to be called and I get distracted and I start wandering around and there's bookshelves everywhere. And I'm like looking through all the books, looking through all the books. And I like look at the bottom shelf and they just have like this entire rock display. And it's like different crystals and rocks and crazy shit. And I'm like really looking at it and interested. And I look underneath and there's drawers and they like pull out and they have like, samples that you can take from each thing and i'm like i i'm like looking at them all like looking through seeing what i should take and whatnot and in this dream i reach into my pocket and i pull out some of my own crystals and these are crystals that i have in real life this is how mm -hmm. bizarre this is so i have some of these right and then they call my name they yell my name which i don't know if they said nico or if it's a different name but in the dream they call my name and I look up and then I look down and all of my crystals that were in my pocket got mixed into the drawers somehow. And I had, <laughs> and I had trying to yeah. find your own crystals. Yeah. So I had to like search through these real quick and I, and this is so freaking weird. I had to like almost use the force. Like I had to go by feel and see which box they were in. And I found them and I picked I swear to God, I'm not lying about this shit. I picked the one up and I like, they called my name and I was like, I'm coming. And I like ran and I got the crystals out of them. And then I woke up and the freaking thing was in my hand. The one that was in the dream. And it's like, I don't know how That's to explain this one. That's wild. Man. So like, how do you explain something like that? Yeah, um, well, uh, you know, from when I was uh, looking into all the witch kind of stuff, like I, uh, you know, the whole with the whole witch thing, you're supposed to uh, uh, be like a little baby witch for like a year, like over a year and some days. I can't remember what it was, mm -hmm. but um, uh, they said like really uh, how a lot of these high high level occultists and stuff like that, like they don't actually. Uh, gather and do their magic in the physical world they actually go into this dream into the dream world and meet up and do all their magic in the dream world and uh like as a as a practicing magician right you're you have your uh altar space when you do the circle and everything like that what you're trying to do is you're trying to create your own space of reality like this mm -hmm. is now your your domain of reality essentially and your and the salt circle is you cutting out the real world with the world you're now create you've created so um high level magicians they'll actually um uh, all the real kind of magic stuff like that goes down in the dream world like they they're like how you're you guys are going to you have these uh recurring place that you go to like they say uh uh you know a powerful person like that with that kind of stuff they'll uh have their own uh world that they've kind of created for themselves in the way that like when you do the uh magic circle and you're, you're creating your own world they essentially created their own world within the dream world 
and that's kind of what it sounds like y'all have done. You've created your own uh, dream dream world, like your own like I guess a uh, domain space for, and and it seems like with the uh, it being uh, themed around uh, uh, learning and stuff like that. This is you guys like this is your your space for uh, spiritual, um, you know. Uh, uh, obtainment, I guess. This is your magical, growth, yeah, yeah, growth. Yeah. yeah, this is this is a place where you're. Uh, it's almost like we built our own Hogwarts in our. You be, yeah, dream. you've built you you guys <laughs> own like yeah Hogwarts. Like this is y'all's uh, um, laboratory, just uh, to say. Yeah, dude, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, no, I'm not pa- practicing magic or anything, but like it makes mm-hmm. so much sense because this place. I, I swear, I've had this dream since I was like a kid but like this place has been in my dreams for probably my whole life or as, mu- as long as I can remember you know and it's not, it's came, not constant yeah this came from for me this came like 10 years after I was like said fuck it with college mm-hmm. or or any kind of uh post-secondary uh education I was like this is all bullshit you know what I mean Mm-hmm. like i don't want to be doing any of this so therefore i'm not going to and i even had an ex-girlfriend say you need to go back to school i'm like i'm not it's not happening like i i'm not uh i'm not fit for academia you know Mm-mm. i just can't do it i can't you're smart there's, you just don't want to regurgitate the, the bull yeah there's nothing in school <laughs> that i can learn about yeah, nothing dude, i i learned that like I loved community college. I had a blast in community college. I did two years there. And then when I went to, um, I'll just say like new Paltz university, that's where I went, which is one of the best teaching schools, like in the country. Um, I went there as a transfer student and everything. And it's like literally during the orientation, I was like, I hate this. I don't want to do it, but I had like already paid for like the first semester. And I was just like, all right well and then i had an almost enough credits to finish so i was like i might as well just finish but yeah dude it was like as soon as i got to this place i was like i hate it here like this is all bullshit <laughs> that's you know? see, that's another thing nico in my dreams if, when mm-hmm. it comes to being in school or college mm-hmm. i'm always like i always have like one or two more credits to get Mm. And I'm focusing on those two credits and I'm skipping all the other classes. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird thing. But it's like at the same time, I, all I want to do is get it done and over with. Mm-hmm. You know, And that's how I felt with school all the time was like, I just want to get this shit over with. I'm not learning anything that I want to learn. <clears throat> um, the only positive thing that really in reality that I pulled out of school was how to uh, associate with people or communicate with people. Mm -hmm. That's all I got out of it. Honestly, like I I loved all the people that I met and everything, but it was the, the whole fact that I had to sit there and listen to this teacher fucking blather on about shit that I had no fucking interest in, you know? Yeah, man. And it, it's, it's so true. And like that communication skill, I learned more in community college and like from working, you know, like I started working like my sophomore or junior year of high school. And like, I learned more being a go-kart 
attendant at a go-kart center than like I learned in school at all. It's crazy. Cause you just learn how to communicate with people, how to run a cash register, how people, how to deal with money. Like it just, I don't know, man, higher level education. I've been through it and it's bullshit. It really it is, is, man. And I was honestly, in a and like, program. yeah. And, and I, uh, from my experiences in college, it's almost like you already have to be passionate about it to go into it. Cause you're not going to learn anything. No. You won't, right? And like you kind of do the self learning before you go into it, and then you ride on the coattails of the program, and then you come out of it with the paper that you need to do it. You know, exactly. Like that's the only like I would only recommend college to people like in that position. And I would tell people like if a, a senior in high school came up to me, I'd be like, dude, take a year or two off and go work somewhere. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you're still young. Like you're not gonna nothing's going to happen and it's not bad to have a little money in your bank account before you start school. But like, if you just go in and get like a liberal arts degree, I mean, it's the biggest waste of money. It's, you don't learn anything. They're going to tell you exactly what they want. Like they encourage you to write new papers, but all they want you to do is cite probably the professor's paper and then agree with him in that paper. And it's like, yeah, it's just insane. But yeah, yeah I was, and yeah. My, my program that I went into, I was about 20, 21 or 22 before mm-hmm. I finally decided to go to college and I had money saved up. So I just paid it off like right away. And I just, you know, I didn't That's have any financial troubles with it. But mm-hmm. uh, when I went into it, it was multimedia design and production, right? Mm-hmm. Multimedia design and production technician. That's what the program was called. So you go in there and I didn't know, I sh- know shit about it really, you know, all, 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 all uh, my only uh, thoughts were like, oh, okay, yeah, dude, I, I want to learn about this and I want to, mind making a career out of it, right? Like web design and all that shit, right? Oh, yeah. I go in there and all these people are already like fucking balls deep into this shit and they already have their websites and I'm like, fuck, how the fuck do you guys know about all this shit already, you know? Right. And it's like and then and then they introduce this technology and they're saying macromedia, Apple, macromedia, uh Dreamweaver, fucking Flash, all that shit, right? I'm like, okay, yeah, let's let's learn about it. And then like basically all they were doing was spewing nonsense saying the technology is growing so fast and you guys should already have a grasp on this. So basically the whole program was like, we should already have a grasp on it, therefore we're not gonna teach you shit. And you're paying all this money for not learning anything. <laughs> yeah. No, it's crazy. And like, I was in the same boat. Like, I worked my ass off. I had like three jobs when I was in high school. So I had, and I was making pretty decent money back then. And I didn't want to go to college, but my parents forced me to do it. So I paid, I got a little financial aid and I paid with cash. So I had no debt either. But it's just so interesting because. Like you were saying, uh, hold on. You said that they're already like, you already know what they're doing in there, right? I had a train of thought there and I completely lost it for a second, but. Yeah. Like most of the people in my program, like my Mm -hmm. peers were, they already fucking knew what they were doing. Most of them, not all of them. There were some people that I latched onto and were like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) 
Yeah, well, th- see, I felt the same way with a lot of the, like, writing classes I had to take, like all these different literature courses and whatnot. It's like, I would read the book, and I would get, and maybe this has something to do with being, like, awoke to some of the bullshit that's going on, but it's like, these people would read it, and they would get a completely different interpretation, and I'm like, no, like, that's not what I get at all, but, like, they make fun of you if you don't, like, agree with what the professor says, you know? It's like you got to you got to follow and it's just so crazy how the people are like sheep there, too. It's like, no, this is. Yeah, we totally got this. And I'm like, did you really get that interpretation from it? Because it's kind of a far fetched, you know, stretch to do that. But I don't know, man, I had another thought, but we'll we'll move on. And if it comes back to me, I'll say it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just funny how all this shit relates to like academia, you know, Mm -hmm. I find it very strange, like trying to find your way through it and it's like all you want to do is get through it so that you can get to the other side and then like have a career you know oh that's what i was going to say that's the the hypocrisy of it right so as a teacher in new york state um you need to you have you get your initial certification after college and that's good for five years and then you have in that five years you have to get your master's degree so to get a full-time job, you need your master's degree. They say you don't, but you really do. And I learned that the hard way. So you, they want you to have a master's degree. But to get your master's degree, you need to have work experience. So to start your master's program, you need work experience. But to get a full-time job, you need a master's degree. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a to- totally fucking... Catch-22. Uh, Catch-22 dichotomy, right? Like Yeah, so it's like... So I busted my ass as a substitute teacher trying to get work experience. You know, and I'm at this school for like four years. They tell me I have this job. They're like, oh, yeah, a a position opened up for 10th grade English or whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's yours. This is basically a formality. You know, you've been here. You know, the kids like I was there long enough to have like siblings, like older and younger siblings. Like I knew whole families and stuff like that. And, And then but I didn't have my master's. And I told them, you know, as soon as if I get this job, I will get my master's degree and go on with, you know get it and whatnot and so they're like yep 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 everything's good blah 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 then i'm teaching summer school at the time again i'm still only a sub but as a summer school teacher it's a little bit different but i'm teaching summer school and they come in the principal and the superintendent they kick me out of my summer school class to have two uh people come and teach a class in there and they were two people competing for the same job i had and Mm. one of them got it i was like are you kidding me so at That's that point, fucking was, dirty, dude. Yeah, and then I later found out from a secretary <laughs> there, they were like, because the middle school I was teaching in was pretty rough, and I was the only one of two male subs that would actually go there, because literally all these <laughs> women substitute teachers would leave crying every single day, like oh, they yeah. couldn't, they could oh, not shit. keep, they could not keep substitute teachers there, and I found out that the reason they didn't give me the job was because they didn't want to lose me as a substitute teacher. Well, so I was like, well, now you lost a potential full-time teacher and you lost a substitute teacher because I'm not going to deal with that shit. And yeah, dude, it's it's all political and nonsense. And then you found out that people were uh, all the faculty were like fucking each other and like uh That was at the elementary school. Shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was at the elementary school, man. That was <laughs> That was a different story for a different time. 
Fuck, man. Yeah, yo, she fucking, we call her Lassie, right? Because when you fuck her in the gymnasium uh, locker room, she howls, so you got to stuff socks in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was from a movie that I saw. <laughs> but, um, yeah, dude, it's it's crazy, the shit. But uh, yeah, it's just like this Catch-22 where everything's kind of a catch-22 lately honestly you know, it's they've been uh doing people dirty in the military here in america like people going in for 20 years and you get the full benefits and stuff mm-hmm. they'll try to find a reason to kick you out when you're like 19 years in mm. or something like oh, that, fuck. say they don't have to pay you the you know the full, uh, full pension thing. and everything that's is that a recent thing because i have uh two brothers who are uh recently retired from the military and yeah they never think, never went through that i don't think yeah they've been doing that now I've, I've heard them trying to find any sort of reason to kick you out 19 years in wow usually it's the other way around <laughs> the person in the military has to find a way out <laughs> yeah <laughs> well if you're that kind of guy you know who wants to yeah, yeah. Well, out. that's the thing. The, like, Ron, they're doing that with everything. Like, here in New York, I don't know if they did it down south by you, but they got rid of all the toll booth. Like, they just took out all the toll booths. Everything is easy pass now. And mm-hmm. if you don't have an easy pass, like, it just takes a picture of your license plate and they send you a bill in the mail. But, uh, like, my brother and my mom both worked for the Bridge Authority and they were toll collectors. And, I mean, they got out of it before this nonsense started happening, but there was people in there that were, like, relying on this and they just let everyone go you know people wow. that didn't wow. get there yeah it's it's crazy did they get, did they get or anything or i don't think so and they probably pay. got some type of they probably got some type of severance <clears throat> but like i know it screwed a lot of people over and That's it all fucked. all the toll booths disappeared when everything shut down you know it's like it's just crazy but they've been doing that in a ton of different jobs, like at car dealerships. Not that you get like a pension or anything there, but they try to get rid of people all the time. Uh, people working for the state. It's like you're right up to close to retirement and they do yeah. anything to like <laughs> fire you right before. So you don't get that full son of a fuck. eh? that's just that's just good old America every once in a while. And I love this country. I'm not saying anything bad about it, but it's just like that's the type of shady shit that goes on everywhere. Like, yeah, that's, that's pretty fucking whack, dude. Honestly, uh, oh Ron, do you want to run by that story again with uh, the um, <clears throat> the manor and the cops, the clops, the clops? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, when I was uh, just you know, I just started getting into the conspiracy stuff. And when one night uh, around like four in the morning, um, I heard the uh, knocking on the door, so I got up when you know turn on the porch light see who was out there and it was cops and um so i was like oh well i need to open the door and so you know i opened the door and uh they were like hey we heard you guys were making noise complaints about the house across the street and i was like what i was like no that's not us and they're like oh okay um uh have a nice day And, and then they uh they left but but I, uh, in hindsight, looking back at it, they they looked a lot alike. Like they were both like uh, white guys with short blonde hair, and you know maybe the blue eyes and all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, 
Are these like clones? Like clone cops? Clops? <laughs> That's the way I call them clops. Yeah. Clops. <laughs> um, yeah. Not all and, white uh, people look alike. No, I'm not. Yeah. I know. I'm not but Asians that. do. I'm just <laughs> messing with you, Ron. Yeah. I'm just yeah, messing you know, with you. Because, uh, you know, I, I grew up around a very diverse group of people, like from nerdy people to gangbangers to, you know, redneck type people. And so mm-hmm. I've like, uh, but it was um, it, it was just very strange. Like it was a very sh- weird thing. And and uh, the cops actually uh, uh, busted in there one time because somebody uh, uh, made a phone call uh, that uh, somebody some girl was like sw- swatted us. Like she was in there like killed her, killing herself or something like that. You know. And the ambulance was there, and the and the cops busted in with with them. Like the ambulance was at the door. Let us in. Let us in. And um, through the grapevine, we found out that the cops thought that we were drug dealers. Mm. And uh, they were uh, finding any reason to be able to get in the house. So they just kind of made up this bullshit story and got the EMT to go along with it or something. And uh, that's, what, that's what we heard. And um, because, like, I was, you know, the manor, it was a pretty decently big house. We had, like, parking lot. We had, like, two parking lots next to it. We had a... A pool we had like you know it's a pretty big house and um so i guess we could have looked like drug dealers like these young why are these young guys living in this kind of house <laughs> you know but how many people were living in there uh four people okay. but it was uh you know what it was is uh walmart was going to tear that neighborhood down mm. uh put a walmart there so they said uh it was only not like for this like it was like seven bedrooms pool all this kind of stuff and it was like only like 900 a month because they're like we can kick you out at any moment so we're like yeah that's what well, that works <laughs> yeah uh, just, was that 900 a month split between you guys or each uh 900 months split between four people oh fuck oh, that's fantastic in, in this huge house with a pool and so you definitely could have fucking read a drug right in there <laughs> yeah we, we just we just kind of got like lucky we just kind of got this lucky thing and it was like you know that that worry of being able you know being kicked out at any moment type thing too mm-hmm. so, that's why yeah dude. that was the manor that was the haunted house thing that i had talked yep. about on uh, your show <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you guys had uh, any alien dreams at all? Um, yeah, I guess uh, the one I guess I could say is um, uh, in deep, uh, deep meditation one time, like when I was doing the, you know, I was like going and uh, I was in a spaceship and there was uh, <coughs> a bunch of uh, uh, gorilla, uh, gorillas in space. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and stuff like that except this is the weird part uh it was like you know how the uh nazi uh the nazi uh like in the uh chateau um those nazi uh occult rooms where it's like stone benches in a circle and going down into a, a circle uh, platform you know circle at the bottom like kind of like an elevator thing or like no, oh, like, like a spiral staircase and no it's like uh imagine like a like a ufc thing like you're like a, there's it's like a fighting pit where it's like the bench is going all the way around like a coliseum oh okay like okay yeah, yeah 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 like that and and that's what they had in their spaceship and some some were still in their suits but then uh they had 
human bodies just ripped apart like everywhere and stuff like that. And I'm just kind of like, and then you're like, Oh fuck, that's going to be me. Yeah. Well, I'm like just going in this meditation. Right. And I'm just kind of just like floating and I'm just kind of going, cause I'm like deep now and I'm just kind of watching and you know, gorillas are vegetarians. Right. So that's, this is the weird thing, but it, uh, it, I guess it's, it, they notice me, like, I guess my, me in the meditation, in the, meditation i was in they they look at me and i guess they noticed me standing there watching them so one of them reaches over and grabs like a body off the ground with a face still on and it does the frazzle drip thing and like rips the it digs into the uh, fingers into the neck and and pulls its face off like the uh, the person you know the body's face off where it's just uh the exposed flesh underneath the, the skin of the face you know and it's just like <laughs> and i of course at that point i snap out of the meditation that's my thing is like when i go deep sometimes i i it gets weird for me like i've heard it happens to some i guess because i'm like scared a little bit but like once i start going in deep meditation i'll start imagining like things jumping on me and stabbing me and, you know and pulling at me and tearing at me and, and, like and when you wake up from that kind of dream are you like scared uh, that's that's how like when i go deep in meditation i always i can't i always have to kind of bounce out because it goes like into something dark like that like holy friend, fuck dude. like uh so you're like kind of like you're kind of like lucid dreaming while you're in that meditative state right yeah like my first uh, experience with that was um, but uh uh i was in like a like a a dock going out into this big lake and i just walked off the dock into the lake and i'm going into like the abyss like you know this super darkness you know and as I'm falling down into it, I see like, like you know, in the darkness, there's an eye, like those uh, creepy videos on Instagram and stuff. Like, I just see like a eye underwater, like a giant eye underwater and stuff like that, like an octopus eye or something, like Cthulhu or something. Like, like a one eye, like a, a monocle. Yeah, going deep yeah. into it, and and uh, that's when I usually snap out. Like, I, I go to places like that, and I'm like. You know, this isn't cool. Like, I want to have, like, cool, you know, spiritual meditation type experiences, but it always goes, like, dark and creepy like that. So, Ron, I got a question for you. Like, when you are going into that meditation thing, right? So, I've done this a few times, and I've had weird, a couple weird experiences. Um, If I, like, sit there and kind of close my eyes, like, I don't meditate, like, traditionally or anything. I just kind of sit down and try to, you know breathe and everything like that but i'll mm-hmm. start seeing like you know if you like push your eyes really hard you start to see colors and stuff the like kaleidoscope thing yeah, yeah <laughs> like i'll see that without pushing on my eyes i'll, I'll start mm-hmm. to see that it'll be like a lot of greens and purples kind of mixing together and then i'll just get weird flashes of shit going like through my head not so much like scenes or anything but it, it's it's really crazy. And I have, that seems seems to me, Nico, like you're having like a DMT release or something. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I'll I'll tell you, I don't know if I've talked about this before. If if I have, you can stop me, but I had a really weird experience. This was a couple months ago. Right. And uh, I was in the shower and I just decided to try to meditate in the shower. And I just sat down and just kind of let the water, just kind of follow me and I kind of went into that state and I started seeing the kaleidoscope colors and everything like that and I just started thinking like I I don't know what I want to meditate about so I just started saying my wife's name this is 
bizarre. So I started saying her name. She was downstairs. This was early in the morning. The kids weren't up yet. She was downstairs sitting on the couch, like on her iPad or whatever. And uh, I just started saying her name. I just kept saying it. And I was like, come on up. Come up here. Come up here. And dude, I shit you not. She walked up into the bathroom, like came in, opened the door. And I like popped out of it. And she goes, why did I come in here? I needed something. Why did I come in here? I was like, you're not gonna oh, freaking believe fuck. this. She was you're like, I came Dr. up here, Xavier, for dude. Dude, I, it's never <laughs> happened again, and this could be a total coincidence. Like, I'm not saying anything like that. I, I communicated with her, but it hasn't happened again. But it was freaking weird. She like came in, and I like popped up, and I was like, "You're in here?" And she's like, "Yeah. Why did I come in here? I came in here for something. What did I need?" And, and then she's like, like "Why are you working off in the shower, sitting down?" Right. Right. She's like, what the fuck are you doing in there? <laughs> you freaking weirdo. But uh, yeah, dude, it was, it was bizarre. And like, again, possibly just coincidence, but it's like, why did it happen then? Yeah. Yeah. When you were doing that with that intention, right? Right. And then I think I told this story on, uh, this is just another weird thing. I think I said it on the talk at the tavern. I think you might've heard this one, Dave. Like I was, playing with my son i had my parents like dropped off a box of star wars toys and stuff from when i was like a little kid and i'm playing with my son he's four and whatever and i'm telling him about my my friend growing up and uh this kid was like my best friend we were like living in at each other's houses we were always if i wasn't at his house he was at my house type of deal he was like my only friend but uh we did like everything together and then middle school we moved away we kind of stayed in contact, whatever, but I probably haven't talked to this guy in like 10 years. And we were playing with these toys and I was like telling him about my friend. And then he came up like two more times in conversations with my son. And that was like a couple of weeks ago, like on a Wednesday or something. And dude, on Friday, December 10th, like it was that the week of that, like I was talking about him. He finds me on, on Instagram on like my little backup account. I have messages mm-hmm. me and it's like, how's it going, man? Like, and I was like, dude, you're not going to believe this. Like I was just talking about you with my son. And he's like, dude, you're not going to believe this. You just came up in a conversation I was having. And it's <laughs> like, why does this type of shit happen? Are we all psychically connected in this weird I'm sure sure we are in some way, yeah. It's just so bizarre. Like, this is someone I haven't talked to in almost a decade, you know? Mm -hmm. And the fact that... There he is, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, it it begs the question, like, uh, when we go into the dream world, are we actually just going into this world we're creating in our head, or are we actually linking into an actual dream reality? I've always said, ever since I was uh, probably like 12 years old, I said to people, I said, do you guys think that the dream world is the actual real world? Yeah. No, I thought that a lot too, Dave. I always kind of thought like, even if it's not the actual world, it's like, is it just another dimension? Because like, I've always thought when I'm... When I'm awake in this life, I'm probably sleeping in the dream world and vice versa. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So, which is the real world? I don't know. It's bizarre. Right. 
but it certainly fucking seems real when you're having a vivid dream. Oh yeah. You know, like it's, and a lot of people tell me they don't dream. I'm like, are you serious? Dude, that's yeah. me for the that's me for the most part. But when I when I and when I do have dreams, it'll be a uh, what whatever video game or thing like that that I'm doing. It'll have something to do with that. Mm-hmm. That's funny <clears throat> because my mom always used to tell me, "Oh, your dreams are like made up of things that you think about on your daily life." Like, yeah, like don't subconscious go to bed when you watch a horror movie, right? But I've never really had that. Like, I've never had, like, dreams that were, like, related to something that I just watched or something on TV, yes. right? Same here. It just happens. It's fucking strange, man. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But well, just... it's, and it too, it's like, uh, like, with me, like, uh, before, I remember I was playing uh, PUBG Mobile on my phone, like, all the time. It was, like, all I could think about. But it was also at the same time when I was, like, trying to uh, astral project and stuff like that. And I remember a couple times, you know, I'd, I would listen to the binaural beats and stuff like that. And I'd, I'd like, just like in the meditation thing, I kind of just like pop out into this world. And I'll realize that like, I go into the video game world and I'm like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> so like, even, even the graphics of my dream world were bad. I'm like, this Stop. isn't even like HD graphics, you know, like the graphics are so bad. It's like, dude, no, I just that's... bought a 4K TV, man. I, this, this is not 4K. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That is interesting, though. Like, if, if the graphics are similar, like, are you going into that reality for a moment? You know what I mean? As, as like, corny as it might sound, that's bizarre. Like a holodeck. Like, you, when you dream, you're basically, like, creating your own holodeck. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I only had one dream about a video game and it was uh world of warcraft one time and it was I, I probably played for like 24 hours straight back when i was like 14 years old and i had a dream where i was just literally like i wasn't in the game but it was like a dream of me playing the game and then i had to take a break for a while because i was like this is not good <laughs> like but wow. yeah no. I'm I'm glad I never got into World of Warcraft. I've got into other. I'm glad like, you never got into World of Warcraft either. Because... Yeah, well, I still play, I, pl- I play a lot of video games still. Like I mm-hmm. play like Call of Duty. You know, a lot of people on there. We've been playing for over two years together now, and we connect and revive. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I I never really dream about playing like being in a video game or anything. You know? well as much as gaming that i do i don't uh i don't dream about being in a video game or anything <laughs> yeah, I've, been... I've had when i when i was like 18 and uh <clears throat> i i had a dream about being at work in uh walmart because that's where i worked and there's this elevator that we were working on and because there's this elevator that we had a problem with, not in reality, but in the dream for some reason. I was going to say, that's a fancy Walmart with elevators. Yeah, it it wasn't (laughs) in reality, but it was in my dream state where we're working on this elevator that was malfunctioning. And in order to get the elevator working again, we had to put Tetris blocks down in this elevator (laughs) shaft. It was like so retarded. (laughs) 
the, the only video game dream I've ever had, and that was like 20 years ago, over 20 years ago. That's crazy. Have any of you guys ever like hallucinated in like <laughs> real life? I just yes. figured a memory. I uh, oh yeah, I used to work. Mm-hmm. I used to work uh, nighttime security shift at this horse show, and one time, like I used to do the nighttime shift, and there was this like one weekend where the daytime guy bailed. It was like 12 hours at night. And I just, I worked the entire weekend. So I was up for like, I want to say probably close to like 54 hours without sleeping. And dude, the drive home was like a video game. It was insane. <laughs> I don't know how I made it home. You saw shit, right? I saw shit. Like the, it was like driving in super Mario Kart almost. It was insane. <laughs> well, like, like sleep deprivation will definitely make you hallucinate, dude. But it's just so crazy, like how, well, one, I don't know how I got home, but like two, I, I only lived right up the road from there. But it was just amazing how that's the only time that's ever happened to me was going on that long without any sleep. And it's just crazy how like your mind can do that. Yeah. And again, it's like, is, was that a reality? Was that just like a chemical yeah. thing in the brain? Like, I don't know. I've never been able well, to that's... do it again. I think that's why we need sleep, right? Because like you could go fucking nuts if you don't sleep, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, even um, there's musicians out there, uh, in particular, uh, Mr. Fucking Marilyn Manson, aka Brian Warner. Uh, he would go. He would do sleep deprivation experiments, and he would get other people around him in his life to do the same thing, and they're all fucking like hallucinating and like. Uh, seeing all this shit and they were just doing like crazy shit because they were all sleep deprived. <laughs> fucking wild, man. I'll tell you. I, I remember having like, I've been, I was up for like 48 hours one time mm-hmm. and I had no fucking sleep. I was trying to get like a nap in here and there. I couldn't get a nap in. And then I went into the bar and I was drinking with my friends and shit. I didn't, I had like maybe one or two beers. That was it. But then my friend decided, you know, we're, let's wrap this up. Let's drive you guys home, right? <clears throat> so I was in his Jeep, in the back of his Jeep, and he had the top down, right? So I'm like, just like, okay, we're driving home, right? And I'm looking up, and we passed. We were like driving, and I saw a fucking giant bat fly overhead. I was like, mm. what the fuck? And then I turned my head around to, to look at it again. And all I saw was like um, a telephone wire that was like going across the street. <laughs> but that telephone wire looked like a giant bat when I saw it initially, right? Yeah. It was just fucking wild. Man. Like the shit that our minds can do that we don't know how to harness is wild. Yeah. Um, I've, uh, you know, listened to mushrooms and stuff. I've seen like, you know, marble tables start warping or posters oh yeah for sure coming to life and stuff but uh i was gonna say you know um with uh the special forces military training and stuff like they uh sleep deprive you and they starve you and stuff like that to to force you to hallucinate right uh, so they can uh, watch how you react when you do hallucinate because every everybody has a breaking point and they they Mm -hmm. they want to find that breaking point and then see how you react but uh one of the uh things that they'll do is they'll tie you up, you know, handcuff you behind your back and then they'll fit you into a box that you can't like lay down in or you can't sit up. So you're just like crammed in this box, you know, all claustrophobic and stuff. 
and they'll leave you in there for like hours. Well, that's kind of like uh, sensory deprivation, right? Uh, yeah, but um, but it's different because that shit will make you go nuts. Yeah, yeah. Most people, that's that's what makes most you know the most fit, most athletic type people. They tap out there, and uh, there was even a show about it where like <coughs> civilians went did it. And but what the guys were saying is how they make it through that is they do what uh, they dissociate, just like with the MK Ultra torture. They, you know, um, how that process works. They it's so bad and stuff like that, that the mind for you, you force yourself to go like a guy, special forces guys who have made it through that training. They say like, what they'll do is they'll just leave, you know, go in La La Land in their head and go drink beers on the beach. And then when, you know, and wait for the person to come, yeah, snap them out. Right. Like, like, uh, like happy Gilmore. Go to your happy place. Yeah. You go to your happy place. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, dude, after dealing with family and shit for all this break, I would, I would gladly sign up for that couple hours. (laughs) (laughs) To just be able to just tap out of your mind, go somewhere. Just tap out and take a nap for a little bit. (laughs) But so, yeah, that'd be a fun exercise to try for sure. Yeah. My dad, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, he told me one time one of his stories is he they had him tied up on the shore of the beach, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you know he said he started to see a submarine rising up from the shallow water and stuff like that. And he he said when he started like looking crazy and probably looking crazy, he said, you know, he jumped out and everyone they had flashlights. They're all yelling in his face and asking him what he saw and stuff like that. And he uh, he's about to tell him a submarine, but then he just logic kicked in he's like wait a minute there's no way a submarine could come up on the shore like that you know so he's like i you know i didn't see nothing you know yeah that's what you know they wanted to tell them what he saw but he what he realized what he saw he's like i'm not saying that yeah (laughs) Yeah. otherwise like a fucking crazy person maybe that's what they want they want yeah it's like testing i feel like the uh spanish inquisition all that was was uh, uh, MK Ultra test subjects. You know, they were torturing them and yeah, trying would, to, you know, yeah, maybe Fuck studying man. their brain, cut the top. I'll off do whatever you know. want, my my queen. Uh, what do you mm-hmm. want me to do? go find the founding of youth? Okay, you know, like crazy shit, dude. I don't know if you guys seen that movie, The Fountain, or not, but oh, uh, with uh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, my tattoo on my left arm is uh, based on a scene from that movie where he's out in space in the bubble and he's feeding his wife uh, who is represented by the tree. He's feeding her, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, dude, that's my that's my tattoo. But anyway, um, yeah, dude, it's so crazy how like the subconscious has such a hold on us. You know what I mean? It makes us question things. Like I think the subconscious is like the way of communicating with God and the way that we learn uh, spirituality. It's mostly in the subcon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might be talking out of my ass. But. Oh no, uh, with the magic, uh, I've watched uh, this National Geographic thing about black magic one time on YouTube, and it was uh, they were talking about how, uh, say, what what the witch will do is in the middle of the night she'll bury something out in your in your yard, you know, a jar with cat shit and your picture and all this whatever, you know, she'll bury it in your yard in the middle of the night. So you you may not uh, 
see it there. Like you may not see the hole or know it's there, but, but your percept, you know, how the way our minds work is your subconscious picks up, Oh, something was dug over here. And that's her, that's the witch's link uh, of black magic towards you. So when the healer right. comes to your house and he's sensing for it, he'll be like, Oh, it's over here by the tree. We got to go dig over here. And they'll go dig up something out of your yard and be like, yeah, we got to get rid of this. And the black magic goes away. So, that's how it, you know they how they need your permission. They're they need your you know the high level magic stuff. They probably only need your permission on a subconscious level like that. Like yeah, because you hear new, about like yeah. psychic attacks and shit like that. You know, mm-hmm. ways to like protect yourself from that kind of stuff. Like I often wonder because I've had dreams with like random bosses or like other you know, back when I was teaching, it'd be like other teachers that I didn't get along with or stuff like that. I thought you were, like, I thought you were, I thought you were going with uh, World of Warcraft bosses here. <laughs> oh, no. Like real bosses. Maybe, maybe they were World of Warcraft bosses. I don't know. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you'll just get a glimpse of them in your dream and then they're an asshole to you the next day. And it's like, did they do something? Like, mm. was that, you know what I mean? Yeah. You start to think like, was that some kind of like psychic <laughs> attack? Like, they just let you know like, this was their like getting your consent like i'm going to mess with you tomorrow or something like that i've always wondered that and that's so interesting you brought that up like with the yeah the subconscious knowing that something's there something's up yeah yeah and you're in your immediate surroundings in your daily life you know think about it with the voodoo doll all they need is a little bit of your hair right yeah your hair you don't they don't yeah. you don't even know that they got your hair they just you know, yeah, like, like one of their cronies or whatever fucking, like, you know, but, bloop, or you saw a hair on your shoulder that was separated from your head and just grabbed it, right? Yeah, and, you know, there's there oh. might be something to that, you know, because the whole uh, how secret societies always have, like, skulls of, like, you know, how uh, they say the skulls and bones have, like, Geronimo's skull and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm having him there could add to the whole magic, you know, add to their magic and in that subconscious type of way, like using how he's native American, how they're all like spiritual and stuff, like channeling his essence, I guess, for their magic. Since we're, since this whole episode, is it like a dream episode? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a couple more where, um, one where I was, uh, just, I was deep into the Bible, you know, back like uh, what it were 2021, so 10, 11 years ago. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And uh, I, it was super vivid, like super, super vivid. Like it was, it felt like reality where I was looking at myself. Uh, probably like in the third person perspective, not third person. Cause that's from behind. Right. But yeah. I was looking at myself face on and I was um, standing in, uh, on the side of my bed and I saw myself in the Lotus position uh, doing like a meditation. <clears throat> and in my my, what I saw was myself in the Lotus position, levitate up in the air and over my bed and on the ground. And then when I woke up, I said to myself, I said, did I just levitate? Mm. Cause that's exactly what it felt like. I felt like I levitated off my bed. 
And then when I woke up, I was lying there, you know, like, it was just a dream, but it was like that. I, I just feel like that actually just happened. It was wild. Yeah, that is insane. And I w- I've asked this to other people before. I think I asked it to uh, TJ on my from Contemporary Problems podcast, and he gave the best answer for it. Like, I've had dreams that have been very lucid that are in first person and third person at the same time, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Like you have multiple, multiple perspectives. Right. Like I can see out of my <laughs> eyes, but I can also see like what I'm doing else you know like from a third person point of view and i asked him about it because he had some lucid dreams and stuff too and he said because i said when you dream are you in the first person or the third person and he said uh the cosmic person and it just kind (laughs) of made sense like it's just such a bizarre thing to explain because like i've had that where it's like i can see first person through my eyes i know what's going on but i also have this like aerial view too where i see everything that's going on and it's yeah. the most bizarre thing to explain so you just like, saying that like, like you're like you're outside of your body uh witnessing what your avatar is doing right and it's it just to me stuff like that makes me think of like the simulation or are we in a like projected reality like world of warcraft or something are we this like cosmic spiritual body that is just playing an avatar here on earth and it's like i don't know well i think that's where the soul ties in right like the soul like you often hear that you you see that meme a lot right like you are not you don't have a soul you are a soul right right so knowing that fact if you want to take it as a fact which i do you can step mm-hmm. out of your body at will almost and see what you're doing. And then you can kind of control your avatar. Like you're controlling uh, a video game character. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing things that you don't want to do, then just control it more, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I've heard uh, uh, the Undertaker when he uh, threw mankind. I'm sure. I don't know. I'm sure y'all probably know about that Undertaker yeah. threw mankind off the. Dude, I I saw that fucking match at a friend's house. I know where yeah. you're going. But uh, he threw like, him off the cage he, or threw yeah, it. Yeah, he threw him off, and he said when he did that, he had uh, an out of body experience where he was like above himself, looking down at himself, looking Man. down at mankind. <laughs> Oh, oh, Undertaker said that. Okay. Yeah, Undertaker said he had the out of body experience, and I've heard uh, Donald Cerrone, that MMA fighter, he said sometimes when he's in fights, he he'll uh, have an out of body experience where he's watching himself um, from doing all the, you know fighting, basically, you know, from from outside of his body. And he, when you think about that, sometimes with uh, uh, these elite athletes. Sometimes meditation doesn't have to be sitting still and humming and doing all that kind of stuff. Like you can, uh, because when you're exercising and you're doing stuff like that, uh, taking this extreme focus, you become super receptive to, to other things. So like a guy will be like in the zone, but at the same time, he's like in la la land in his head, you know, right? <laughs> like yeah. he's, he's at such extreme focus that he can't help but just be receptive to even like, all sorts of thoughts and stuff like that. Yeah, dude, dude seriously. Had... <clears throat> Go ahead, Nico. 
Uh, I was going to say, I've had something very similar to that. I'm not an MMA fighter or anything, but if I'm cleaning a car, this has happened to me a couple times. Like I'll get a, a shit box that comes into like one of the dealerships and I got to clean it. And I could sit there and like, you know, bitch about it and him and haw. But sometimes because you get paid per job, you don't get paid hourly. So you want to do it quick. And I've mm-hmm. had times where it's just like I'll zone out and I like see myself cleaning the car and I'll know like, like I, I just do it in my head. <clears throat> like I'll take a car that would take someone else six hours to clean and I'll clean it in like three. And it's mm-hmm. like I, yeah, I'm just, just completely just, zoned out just in the moment. Out vegetative state and you're just like right. like every every action that you're doing is perfect yeah, right you're, and it's you're in that flow state yeah it's happened a few times and it's happened like painting a house or painting you know something like that it just happens and i had it happen one time too like just writing you know sometimes i'll write something down and it'll just come out like it just there's no there's no thought it, it like and i always worry is that like channeling is that like- <laughs> dude, telling you, dude, uh, when I, like when I first, when I was like really waking up, like before I really, oh, dude, this is a long story. I'm not going to, but anyway, I'm just going to relate it back to songwriting with what you're telling me because mm-hmm. like I'll, I'll write like a guitar riff, right? Like do, 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 whatever. Right. And then almost instantly the fucking lyrics come out. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm putting all the lyrics to the music that I just wrote. And I'm like, I was getting, I was in this period where I was writing songs and I was like, I'm, I was scared because I thought it was coming from somewhere else. Yeah. Like not where, I, where, not where it should be coming from, you know? And I started mm-hmm. thinking that the music that I was writing was coming from the devil. As I'm still in the games, but I was just t- so tapped into something. Mm-hmm. I was scaring myself, you know? I, yeah, I can see uh, uh, where you're coming from that. But it's like, uh, you know, with that's the whole thing with like, you know, with my whole thing uh, about the whole <laughs> nine, nine and zero thing. Um, you're, you're, when it comes out of the dark, it's like, no, it's nothing. And then all of a sudden it's, it's something. So it's like that in, inspiration, intuition, it'll just, uh, uh, the, basically there's this one, uh, mathematician guy and he learned this crazy math code, like this Indian dude, he learned this crazy math, like equation in his dream from, uh, some, one of his gods in the Hindu, he was Hindu. Mm-hmm. and uh it, it's like it blew everybody's mind in the world like it's like something it's like how does this guy like know this stuff <laughs> and uh and um it came from a dream you know he can this crazy math equation came from a dream and and all these other people can figure it out like how he how he did it or whatever dude it's like when bill and ted you uh unite the entire planet by writing the perfect song that everybody can relate to, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you saw the latest Bill and Ted movie, but that's basically what it was, you know? Oh, wow. Like the perfect song ignites humanity to fucking destroy the evil people. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. You know, it's not basically, really yeah. But if you like Bill and Ted, uh, you'll see all the references in there from the other movies and shit, but it's just amazing to see how uh, 
you know, Keanu and Alex Winters could put their minds together and create this movie where they finally write the perfect song, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's wild. But yeah, it's, it's insane, man. Like, you know, and then people will say, you know, Oh, you're scrying, you're, you're practicing divination. It's devil worship. It's this and that. And it's like, <sighs> I used to yeah. believe that. And now I'm like, I don't think it is. I think you're just tapping into this higher consciousness. Sometimes. Nico, yeah. Nico, I had, um, my last guest, uh, shout out to, uh, Twisted Reaper, but his message to me basically was anything that anything that is of fear is not of God. So if you're fearing something that's mm-hmm. a hindrance in your life, mm. you know what I'm saying? So like, like for me, for instance, when I was telling you that, is this shit that I'm writing, is it coming from the devil? No, that's a scare tactic. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was that was not the devil. That was just me and tapping into the creator. And if I'm made in the image of my creator, then that means I'm able to do what he is able to do on a little bit of a lower level, of course, because he's the ultimate creator, right? So right. but if you're scared of anything that you're doing, then you need to give your head a shake and say, No, that's fear hindering me from doing what I gotta do. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's how I tend to agree with it nowadays, but it's like, you know, you still have to shake that like brainwashing. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. it's just crazy. Like for example, I wrote a poem and I recited it on my last episode. If you guys want to listen, shameless plug. Um, but like, I wrote this thing like 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. 10 years ago in 2011. And I rem- like, I've written plenty of poems and other things before that, but this particular one came just came out of me and I remember it word for word and it's just so that has to be something there you know what I mean it's like yeah it just seems like it just comes out of the ether right right and it just the fact like even 10 years later I could recite it without having it in front of me or anything like that and it's just crazy that I don't know it's just interesting that you made that right it's just right like you, mm-hmm. when you step back and you look at what you've created in your life, you're like, "Holy shit, dude!" You know, how did I do that? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you're fearing your own creation, oh yeah, then I agree. That's hundred percent. And and I yeah. think the public school system it kind of ties back to that. Is like they tr- teach you to not like oh if if that they, there's no way that that could have just come out of you just now you where's your sources where's your recent you know cite your sources and stuff yeah and just and it's all just a way to kind of crush and that's that spirit. exactly that's exactly what people do is uh nico for instance uh that post that i put up about convid i said um i don't remember word for word but basically it was like Imagine the, 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 the mainstream media or the news telling you how many cases there are of the common cold or the, and or the flu, because mm-hmm. that's exactly what they're doing. Right. And I guess for some reason, I just posted that out of, out of, on a whim. And dude, it's like the biggest post I've had. It's like 345 likes. I was like, how the fuck did that happen? And that's why I messaged you. I'm like, dude, 
how does that happen? You know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I guess you hit the algorithm jackpot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. I don't know, dude. It's it's crazy. And, you know, it's just sometimes maybe that message just needed to get out, you know? Because yeah. <laughs> I guarantee of those 300 likes or whatever, uh, at least 150 people or half of that probably shared it with someone else. Yeah, there's a lot of shares and there's a lot of saves. And I was like, holy fuck, how did that happen? Like, I never do that. You know what I mean? Like, most of my posts have like 50, 60, 70, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. This one was like, my phone was like fucking on like overdrive. It was like, like, blah, 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 blah. someone sold like a post like 50 fucking next. I'm like, holy shit, over 100 people liked it. Next thing you know, Three days later, three hundred and fucking over three hundred people. I'm like, holy fuck, dude! Yeah, oh, it's almost like I wrote a hit, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's it's very fascinating, you know. It is because because I almost look at the algorithm. I know they're made man made and stuff, but it's like sometimes I do feel like there is a spiritual aspect to the internet, you know? Like I've had instances where I've thought of memes in my head that I've never seen before. And I'm like, Oh, I wish I could, I wish I knew how to make a meme. That would be hilarious. And then I'll see it like a day or two later. Oh yeah. That's happened to me so many times, dude. And it's like, are we creating this? Is this like some kind of natural neural link where we're all just syncing up together and putting these ideas out there? Right. And And then you you have to question the fact that this neural link is coming. Right. Coming or is it already here? You know. Mm. Well, I, I think. Like uh, I, oh, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say. I think everything that they're trying to create already exists. Mm-hmm. So, like, I do think we have a natural neural link. I do think we can access the akashic records or whatever, and the internet is just a piss poor man made version of that. You know. I totally fucking agree. That I could have said it better, dude. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that because that's something I've been really struggling with lately, you know, like with this whole neural link thing. I'm like, cause I talked to a, a guy at work today and he's like, fuck that fucking Michael chip in the head shit, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. fuck that Elon, Elon Musk guy. And I'm like, dude, every time that guy comes out in public and says something, everybody latches onto him. Like he's a fucking God, but at the yeah, same I time, think he's an I actor. yeah, I can't stand looking at his face. I can't stand listening to the guy. And then people, you know, he's got his sta- statements like, we got to slow down on the AI-, AI thing because it's going to fucking terminate humanity. Next thing you know, he's like, I have to fucking make this thing, this AI thing. I have to keep going with it. Like, if yeah. you just said, if you just said earlier that it's a danger to humanity, but you're still going along with it and you have a deadline that makes me feel like the fucking parasites of the world are like, keep going, Elon, you know? Yeah. We got, I, back. I, I think he's uh, fully autistic and just being is controlled like a, is, a puppet. A, is a puppet. Yeah. Because like, yeah. listen, I'm not promoting Joe Rogan or anything, but listen to his interviews on there. The guy doesn't say one smart thing. It, it's just like, you're listening to a robot talk almost. And every fucking question that he's asked you gotta wait a minute or thirty right. seconds, a minute. Like someone's response. putting it into his head. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. 
He's smart. And then it's not even tell you he's smart. Right. Like, how do we, where did he even come from? You know, he just like popped up out of nowhere. Apparently he's been around forever, but like, I never heard of him. Right. I've never heard of him till probably 2015 ish. It was probably the first time I ever heard Elon Musk. I don't know. Maybe he's been around him, before that. Him, fucking Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill fucking Gates. I can't stand looking at them. Mm-hmm. Because, and even like today, like I saw this news blurb. This guy Seamus O'Regan. He's a fucking. He was like on a Canadian version of like Entertainment Tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden he's a fucking politician, and he's he's got COVID, right? And then you got this mayor of Mississauga, which is near the next city that I live, uh, Bonnie Crombie, the fucking mayor of Mississauga now, took over one of the greatest mayors Mississauga ever had. Now she sold herself out and says she's got COVID. Mm. You know? So it's like they're all fucking like just trying to manipulate us as much as they can. And it's like everything's coming to like a fucking... uh, Almost like a, 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 like the stand, like I brought up earlier, the stand. It's like a clash mm-hmm. between good and evil. You can yeah, tell it's like a souls, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fucking wild, dude. Yeah, and Ron, you were about to say something before I cut you off. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say uh, how, like, uh, with the whole Randonautica thing, right? Uh, yeah, you were telling me about that. I haven't tried it yet. I forgot we had that story too at the beginning. Yeah, I was gonna say um, because it, it it connects into the uh, you know seeing the the paying attention to the world you're not really paying attention to kind of like how uh, when you're on like uh, uh, like acid or something like that you're you're more attentive to the world uh, that you weren't before mm. like things that we just kind of overlook on our da- daily lives like we find the more intriguing in those states but. Uh, with and- sorry, sorry, Ron. Um, <clears throat> we're gonna wrap it up on this story. So, oh, okay. <laughs> tell since, uh, for those who don't know what Rand Rando Randonauts is, and then your story. Oh, uh, it's this uh, app where it's basically like an Ouija board, and and uh, there's a I would check out the Occult Rejects episodes on it, and because they break it all down, it's kind of like a Ouija more board magic tool that they're. Uh, they're even saying some people are saying they're using it to find ancient artifacts and stuff like that. Uh, and it all yeah, ties into Saturn, people, right? Yeah, some stuff. Yeah, like that. And a lot of people are embellishing their stories with their experiences too. But. Mm-hmm. And you get uh, your your coins re refresh uh, whenever the sun goes over the Giza uh, pyramids. It tells you that on the app, but. Uh, so um, one, you know, me and my friend, we 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 had a bunch of dud areas, you know, in yards and stuff like that. And uh, but one time we were meditating, I was like, you know, I really want to have a, a positive paranormal experience. Like, yeah, I think that would be cool to like chill, like hang out with like some cool aliens if they're cool. If they're cool, you know, what I mean, they're all like, whatever, like hang out. And uh, and she was um, she was like, yeah, I'm down for that, and that's cool. But but. Now I, I know she wanted to see some scary shit, and also she's gonna, uh, she, you know, she, maybe she was like looking for like treasure, like she was like, because we, me and her both meditated with it on, you know, before I hit the button, 
like we meditated and harnessed our energies and our thoughts towards me, a positive situation her probably some scary shit and looking for drug money or something like that. basically <laughs> it's basically fucking magic dude it's like yeah magic you're using mm-hmm. this app to like make your intention and uh cast a spell yeah and it, that's the thing sometimes it's a lot of does and stuff but uh you know like uh for instance the one famous story with randonautica is this uh these kids wanted to go see a dead body and they found a dead body chopped up in a in a suitcase and that's like real. Like, there's like a news article about that and everything like that. Holy fuck! And this, yeah, they use randonautica on that. They use randonautica. Like, they they both they all meditated on death, and they 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 went to the location and they found a suitcase. They opened it up, and there was a chopped up body inside. Oh, and uh, my experience, dude. Like, it, it, we we're you know, I showed you the pictures. It's super dark out there. You know, we're in this park. Uh, super late at night and it's like it's kind of like the back area it's like so it's just like this big field and like the weeds the grass is like real high and everything like that so we're walking i'm just looking at the little uh you know it's telling you it's showing you your uh point of view where you should be facing so i'm just following the app i'm just walking to the location and all of a sudden the the thing turns right on my phone so i said oh okay Uh, i turned right and dude, it was crazy. It looked like the the branches, right, of this tree were going down, um, like towards the uh, towards the ground. And it it looked like a like a, a like the trees like create like a vagina, like the branches. And everything. <laughs> like, so naturally, you walked into it. Well, I vagina. looked. At, yeah, I looked at. I looked at her. <laughs> and, and I was going like, holy <laughs> fucking shit! I got goosebumps and everything. Like I looked at her and I was like, "Do you see this shit? That's where it's saying to go." And she's like, "Whoa!" She got, and I was like, "Well, we're fucking all the way out here already." And I was like, "Let's fucking do this shit." And she's God like, damn, okay. that's like the thing that you don't do in a fucking yeah. World. <laughs> I know, and um, so I was like, "Fuck it, let's go." And I walked in there, and when I when I went inside of it, it, it created like a dome, right? It didn't, like, it didn't smell like fish inside, did it? No, <laughs> no. It was, but it was like this like mini dome, like a little hut we're, we're in now, and we're and when we were in there, and it was about ten, eleven o'clock at night, right? And, like a dome. Uh, Dome shaped out of what, or like made out uh, of what? branches. Branches, was, yeah. Okay. It was like a. We went inside a womb, basically. It was crazy, like like a, the trees created a womb for us, right where they ran that thing told us to go. And uh, when we got in there, it was like 10, 10 o'clock, eleven o'clock at night, and a bird flew into the trees above our into the branches above our head. We couldn't see it, but it started chirping. Like at like super late at night, right? flew into our tree and started chirping and that's like we're like whoa <laughs> we're like freaking out and stuff like How that you guys? Uh, <laughs> <I might laughs> have been a little bit, but it was like it was wild dude i mean it was like so so weird right and i'm like wow that's crazy and so um we we, we it's walked it's randonautica so it's like it makes it's like it's supposed to be all fucking random yeah but and uh you guys- Oh, and um but so we were leaving and uh um she's still i i and i i know she's looking for like tr- in her mind she wanted to find like drug money or drug treasure or something you know something like that like a stash and she's so she's digging through the ground and stuff like that looking around and uh i'm just kind of walking we're going back to the truck now leaving and uh she's over there to the right of me and she's doing something and in between her and me 
uh, a white rabbit, I swear to God, <laughs> a white rabbit jumps out of the bushes in front of me and runs to the left, uh, to the, towards the trees, uh, deeper into the woods, right, uh, near, um, uh, over there or whatever, near the deep, the tree, tree wooded part. And I was like, whoa, huh? No, uh, no, not towards it, but to the, to the right, you know, cause we're leaving okay. out and, and. And I was like, hey, this is it. Like, this is the moment. Like, the white rabbit, you follow the white rabbit, right? And, how, you know, what is the odds is I'm out there, I'm going to see a white rabbit. So, but it, uh, it runs towards the woods. So I go chasing after it, right? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm, I'm super excited. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have my positive paranormal experience. And, and, and further, I got, and then I kind of got a distance from her. And then all of a sudden, like, everything got really, really big around me. And, you know, like the, the light, the, the way the moon shone and stuff, it, it felt really like weird. I all of a sudden I got this like real weird vibe. I'm like, okay. like almost like, like when you watch like a, a movie and it, like all of a sudden the camera just like increases the field of vision. Yeah. The field of, yeah. Just like that. And, and I'm like, <clears> okay. Uh, I'm like, um, uh, now something's not right. And I, and I look back at her and she's a good distance from me. Right. And I, and then it clicks to me. I'm like, okay this thing is trying to separate us like this white rabbit, you know, I'm chasing this white rabbit separating us. And, uh, I was like, it could either take me to here where she's, I'm out of sight from her and, and murk me off, you know, or take me out of away from her and do something to her. And then I'm, I look like I'm the one that did something to her. You know what I mean? Like some crazy thing happened. Oh. So I was like, I was like, I need to get back to her. Like I need to, you know, abort this mission and just return to her and keep close to her. So I ran back towards her and I was like, uh, yeah, let's go. And, um, as we're leaving, I just, I ran every like few steps, I'll stop and turn around and take a picture. You know, the flash comes on like in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Cause I can't Wee! see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't see like, I can't see like, in fr- you know, a few feet in front of me, you know, like 10 feet in front of me or whatever. So every time I shine the light, I'm like in my head, I'm preparing to see something, right? I'm just like, I'm going to see something. There's going to be a fucking monster or some shit right up behind me. And uh, so but I take the pictures and I just, and we eventually make it back to the truck, right? We're leaving the park. But at, once we're leaving the park, a uh, moth jumps onto my shirt. And it like, it's looking down at first and then it turns around on my shirt and just stares at me. And it is crazy, like it's just this moth just staring at me, and I'm I'm like trying to poke it off of my shirt, and it wouldn't get off my shirt, so I kind of had to like brush it off onto uh, branches and stuff. And then uh, we left, and then later on, I looked at the uh, pictures, right, and then I saw that that skull uh, mist cloud thing. So I was like, was that like a shapeshifter, you know, out there fucking with me? You know, was that so? You know, it made me think that, like, was that, you know, because the bird and then the uh, rabbit jumping out of the bushes and then uh, the moth and then um, the the skull. I mean, the, I showed you all that picture, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll try to share it with the um, people, you know, people to see it. And it was just, you know, uh, it could have been just like the way a bush in the dark, the way the light came off of it or something like that. But. It send, me like a, send, me, uh, send me a link to it and I'll yeah. post it on my IG and my shit. It looks like a giant skull and when I zoomed in on it, 
uh, in the pixels, there's like a there's like an eyeball within the pixels when you zoom. <laughs> and I was like, was this was it like following me? You know, out of there, like oh, I almost got your ass. <laughs> you know, that's well, crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's that's creepy, man. That's were you really like terrified of that night, or were you like, oh, this was cool? Um, it was it was intense at the moment. Like it was cool, but it, it so I kind of got my paranormal experience. And it was kind of positive, I guess, in a way towards the end with the moth. That was pretty cool. But uh, and and but um, if people are gonna do it, you definitely need to make sure the people who you're with are in a very very positive mood and are looking for positive things. You don't want to be going doing that stuff with someone who wants to see like. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Like I bring it back to like this app is like kind of making you uh, training you like in an apprentice sort of way to be a magician, you know, divination, divination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You really got to be careful with that shit. Cause that shit could drive you mad, dude. If you go oh, down yeah. that hole, you know, mm -hmm. like, I don't want to, I don't want that shit. <laughs> you know. I'm happy, you know, and I'm not fucking with magic or anything, but I love to hear these fucking stories, dude. Yeah, so that's that's my experience with it, you know. And I I was definitely in a I wanted to see some positive shit. I don't want to fuck with no dark shit, you know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, but but she wanted she probably wanted to in the back of the head because that's usually the thing is most people are like taking it like it's a it's just a little gag or something like that, you know? Right, it, man. Uh, deep, they're not deep stuff. Yeah, you're not, you're not spiritually trained enough to like gravitate towards the light side. That you're going to gravitate towards the dark side when you're experiencing a magical uh, experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Any guy, anyway, guys, uh, we're going to wrap this up because we're like almost on the two hour mark. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, I just hope uh, everybody enjoyed this fucking episode because I certainly did. Um, guys want to uh plug yourselves again or no nico you already did that today uh ron you did that <laughs> to the beginning as well sorry about that but yeah, yeah um yeah dude fuck any closing uh statements or anything i'll just say yeah i uh i really enjoyed this and i could totally see and i'm not putting any pressure on either of you two but we could do this as like a maybe like a monthly segment or something just this was fun, you know. I, I Dude, meeting was, of the minds. Yeah. Dude, it was crazy. Like I didn't think it was gonna go so. You know what though, dude? Like every fucking show that I do lately is just like I'm so satisfied with it. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. this one, it it really shows uh, how fucking crazy we could look to the uh, the average person, mm -hmm. and I love that because. We're not crazy. We're just normal fucking human beings trying on a spiritual journey. You know what I mean? Right. And the fact that like we were having like I still didn't get the email sent, and I, I know you sent it to me three times. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? I like yeah. it, it, something was like preventing it from happening. And I, anytime mm -hmm. that kind of stuff happens, I have to look at it in like a spiritual way. Like why why didn't my computer that works every other time? You know, and why wasn't my phone connecting properly? Like, I don't know. It was just, yeah, uh, cool. I think, it was a really uh, cool conversation, you know? So I think for sure, dude, like, I think the more resistance, uh, that you put against the dark, because I was like, 
no, this is going to happen. I'm not fucking mm-hmm. letting this go down by the wayside, you know? <laughs> and I made sure that I got you all, all three of us on. And I was like, I'm not fucking backing out. I'm not going to start the show without Nico, you know? So, oh, yeah. So yeah. it's cool, man. Like, I fucking love this shit, man. Yeah, dude. I think we should definitely do this again. And that's for my sure, closing dude. statement. Uh, <laughs> Come up with a cool uh, nickname for it. My closing state, my closing statement, or uh, advice is to actually, you know, if you have a dream, pick up your phone uh, and do a voice recorder and and try to get in as much detail as you can, mm-hmm. or yeah. your pad or whatever, you know. And that's I've always heard that too growing up, like. People would always say, write down, like, have a notepad beside you and write down your dream when you wake up. It's like, that's the fucking last thing I want to do is work when I get up right away, you know? But that's, I think that's a a very uh, uh, cool piece of advice for everybody out there is, like, record your dreams as best you can. Remember them, you know? Uh, Write it it down or use your fucking voice recorder if you're lazy, right? Like me. Yeah, and, and it'll help you uh, actually uh, be able to, to take control of your dreams. I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And hey, yeah. did Anchor did Anchor extend the time? Because we're over two hours, and it usually just cuts us off. Oh dang! I, guess, I don't know, man. We're oh my bad. Two- uh, I guess my closing statement is: uh, smart people sound like crazy people to dumb people. So I try not to worry too much about their opinion. That's cool, dude. I'm I'm beyond. <laughs> Well beyond the um, uh, worrying about what people think. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Man. Yeah. It's Otherwise, like... I wouldn't be fucking thirty-five episodes in. You guys. True. <laughs> you know? Exactly, dude. Use your fucking voice. That's my closing statement. And I love you guys. You guys are fucking awesome. And I feel like you guys are like kindred spirits. I love it. I agree. Yeah, well, cool. something brought us all together for a reason. So that's like, it, man. There's a reason you you reached out to me. There's a reason Ron reached out to me. There's a reason we've all been on each other's shows. Uh, there's a bigger picture to all this, and we just got to put together all the puzzle pieces. You know, that's it. And we got everybody's doing their own part. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And there's no competition. It's all fucking love, man. I, I love it, and I'm so blessed. Well, thank you guys for coming on, and I'm fucking stopping it here because if not, we can go all night. <laughs> Peace, guys. All right. Talk to you later. Later. Bye. Thank you once again for listening to the Red Pill Cartel. I really hope you enjoyed that because that was pretty fucking wild, you know, um, just mind-blowing shit, the conversations I have with these people, my beloved cartel, such as yourself, and the people that I got on my show. So with that being said, um, we're at about $285 for uh, my friend Ken and his daughter. Uh, five-year-old Alexandra Um, if you could just go to my page not not my patreon sorry I keep 
wanting to put that in there, but I don't care about that right now. What matters is Alexandra with the uh, the brain tumor and the huge medical bills that they're experiencing. And if you go to the GoFundMe link that I put in the show notes, and it's also my Instagram bio, but uh, go there and donate. We're we're trying to get a, like a five thousand dollar thing going on, like. <laughs> Honestly, it's nothing compared to the $300,000 in medical bills that they owe. But they they owe about $30,000 of that, right? So I'm just trying to do a little favor for them and get $5,000 there, right? So if you guys could just, like, share all that shit, you know, and share my show, too, with other people. Make stories about it. And uh, do what you got to do to get my show out there and get my voice out there and hell start your own fucking podcast and get your voice out there too that's what this show is all about i'm just trying to inspire people to you know stand up and speak for themselves without worrying about what other people think so with that being said the music is over and i love you guys and until next time may the creator or the most high bless you and keep you.